Let's begin now. Oh no! We suck again! Erroneous! Erroneous! Erroneous on both counts! Oh. Yes! That's awesome! Never before have I been so offended by something I 100% agree with. Yeah, it's a bunch of nerds interrupting people who know what they're doing. Whatever. I can't even believe that's something that's real. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in to the Bold Nonsense Podcast Network. That might be a little wordy, now that I say it a bunch. Maybe a little bit. Um, this is the NFL Reaction Show for Week 14. We're getting down to it. We're like one away from really being into the playoff push. This is like start a playoff push, yeah. but like before we start being like sure. playoffs yeah, and screw these teams. I mean, some people are are automatically in, like they've clinched it. Some people are automatically out. They've yeah. reverse clinched it. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like in the hunt teams, they're really pushing now. Yeah. Uh, I'm most Disney. Usually I just say Disney. I'm Disney. This is the captain. Oh, hi. And like I said, this is the NFL Reaction Show. This is where we just keep you up to date with everything going on in the NFL, um, especially teams you like, like we said, teams you possibly hate. And um, what we like to try and do here is teach you a little bit about football while we give you the who, the what, the where, the why, mostly the why, the what and the why, the who, the what and the why. Not much of the when. Yeah, like that's in the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you read that, and then that's, <laughs> that's about it. Uh, other than that, we're just here to have a good conversation, talk about football, so let's get into it. Week 14, we're going to talk about 15 games, because we don't talk about Thursday Night Football. Let's do it, starting with Titans 31 at Jags 10. It's uh, Titans get a, uh, a comeback game. Yeah, yeah. Uh... We're bring it back. Uh, actually, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go back. Let's start talking about the week as in, as a whole. Yeah. Just like your general vibes from it. General vibes from the week. Uh, week fourteen really saved best for last. Uh, for sure. I like that. Um, the rest of the games were kind of not that great. Uh, I feel like it was. On paper, it was like, oh, this is going to be a great week. Yeah. Because I was very excited about the week. Yeah. And then when the games actually happened, they weren't great games. That's kind of what we got. Yeah. I think next best game after uh, Sunday night was like Eagles-Saints in terms of being like a close game. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, In terms of being a close game. Not necessarily good football, but like closest game. You know what I mean? Most exciting game? I don't even Chiefs, know. Chiefs-Dolphins is close. Maybe Col- Colts-Raiders was a goodish game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It wasn't close, but it was probably the next best game. Things happened in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, underwhelming week. Um, exactly. But hot damn, that Sunday night game. That was a fun one. Yeah, so it's an underwhelming week, but a lot of them meant a lot. 
Yeah. And I feel like we learned a lot about teams yeah. this week. So it's kind of almost differing for like what we need, you know, viewership wise. Maybe not kind of an underwhelming week. Yeah, the the best game of the week was like not, was two top three rush game teams. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not gonna be like a it's not the sexiest week. Yeah. yeah. But for our purposes, oh yeah, very good week because we time. learn because we get to learn about learn a lot about the teams, including like I said, Titans, Jags, Titans. I feel like this is just what they are. If it's a controllable game, mm-hmm. they'll control it. Yeah. If they can't, they're not that good. Okay. I feel you. I see what you're saying. You know um, what I mean? Like, it's... Th- for this game, it was so easily controlled mm-hmm. that they, they're a time of possession team. They didn't even care about time of possession. Right. They had 32 minutes. Yeah. They just didn't... It was, just, probably, it was so easy for them. It was whatever. Right. They probably kind of had, like... Upwards of thirty, yeah. upwards of thirty-seven minutes. If they wanted to, yeah. I, they could have pushed it to thirty-eight. Yeah, and they just, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, the only note I have on the Titans is I want to give Derrick Henry the MVP. Really? I really do. Why? What do you mean? Why? I don't. They're dude is playing out of his mind. I don't think they're that good though. They're not that. You don't like really he, have to he, be a winning team to be good. the MVP. Dude is the most valuable player. It's most a valuable player. Portion. I know he's not. Who is more valuable? Mahomes. I disagree. If they had Trubisky, they'd be terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, yeah. If the Titans oh, had, the, had the worst starting quarterback in the league or running back in the league, they'd also be terrible. Okay, but how many quarterbacks would make the Chiefs the Chiefs? One, two, three. I'm trying to think of the third. Are you talking about other than Mahomes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, three. I'll give you three. Three quarterbacks in the league make the Chiefs the Chiefs. Rodgers and Wilson. Yes, and Mahomes. Yes, and I was counting Mahomes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I think a lot of running backs make the the Titans who the Titans are. Ah, uh, maybe, but I don't think they're as good as Derrick Henry. Dalvin Cook? I don't think he's as Kamara, good. Kamara, McCaffrey, all of them, they're better. I disagree. Oh, all right, well, this is not what we're here for. Nope. <laughs> Let's talk about the, the Titans. I think that's a little overstated. But that's really all I have. Uh, my, my real only note is they got no sacks in this game either. Yeah, their pass rush isn't good. It's terrible. I think it's why they're so bad. To yeah. me, that's like that's the thing. You still you're playing terrible teams that still can't get it done, mm-hmm. and that's not good. And that's why I don't think they're really any. I don't even think they're dangerous in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they'll maybe win a playoff game may, if they get the right matchup. But right. really, the like the top teams like last year, everyone was scared of them. Yeah, that's not happening this year. Yeah, I don't think so. Their defenses are good enough this year. Yeah, Vikings at Bucks. Vikings 14, Buccaneers 26. They go ahead and uh, win it after the bye week. What are you feeling? Start uh, with the Bucks. We like start to start with, with the, the winning. Uh, Ronald Jones being out for is is out now. Um, Potentially, he's getting, he's getting a pinky. He's getting a pin in his pinky, yeah. uh, which he'll be out this next game. Um, is that God, a visual? Godwin. Well, Godwin had the same thing done and missed the next game. So that's where, yeah. where I'm coming from that. Also, uh, he got put on the COVID list, um, yeah. which also isn't good. No. Um, so that's not good for them, just because that means they have to run with LaShawn McCoy and... Uh, well, Leonard Fournette's going to come back. Leonard man. Fournette, yeah. yeah. Um, which, 
we've said how we feel about that. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, Ronald Jones playing well in this last game helped them a lot. Um, and what I didn't like, Antonio Brown had the same amount of, ca- of uh, catches as Mike Evans and Godwin combined. Not a fan. Yeah. Don't love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, for me, listen, the, the Bucks didn't look any better. Mm. Yeah, I, there was no, I, no rhythm. There's no flow to the offense. I, I feel like everything we said last week we could say this week. Yeah. It's just, it's just or not last week, but the last yeah. time we talked about them. Yeah. Um, they, it's just that they have a W in the win column. Like, another W. That's it. That's the only difference from last time we talked about them to this time. Yeah. Yeah, I, and now our whole thing last time we talked about them was this bye week. They, nobody needs it more than them. Yeah, they better figure it out. And now it's like yeah. it, nothing happened. Yeah. For me, it's it's just it doesn't work. We know what this doesn't work. Yeah. It's different philosophies, and it, to me, when I was thinking about it, I was like, it, it's like a a doomed couple that just like signed a lease. Yeah. They're not getting out of that. No. But they're not making it. Right, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that, that's just what it kind of seemed like to me. And the defense is getting back to what it was. controllable. Yeah. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even say what it was because they were playing way above their skis. Right, like, yeah. But they're getting back to the normal. So they went from really good to bad to now they're back to like where yeah. they are, top, right. upper echelon. But I, just, I don't think it's enough. In the Vikings, I don't even have a note. Uh, or, okay, I do have a note on the Vikings. Uh, six sacks allowed. There's like they're still not good in the trenches. Yeah. On either side of the ball. Right. And to me, it reminds me of the Seahawks problem a couple years ago when we were like everyone was just bashing the offensive line. The offensive line is so terrible, and why aren't they fixing it? And then it kind of changed to well, they're trying. Right. And then it was like they've spent all – they have the most picks on the offensive line. Yeah. Spent in the draft and then you blah, 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 blah. But they still weren't good. Right. And to me, that's what the Vikings are right now. Their offensive line is still bad. And what's worse is that they've been trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that my note was just like they stalled, they stalled out on drives. Like they're – again – they're getting good production from Dalvin Cook, good production from Kirk Cousins. Their receivers are catching the ball. They're just stalling out on drives. Like, yeah. and, it's, and it's from that lack of protection like, that they yeah. had was, like, that's, that's putting you in a bad spot. Um, it's easy when you've got space. Right. When your offensive line can have both, but when you need it. Yeah. They were 5 of 15 on third down. Yeah. And when you need it, they don't have it. Yeah. And that's the big issue. Um, yeah. Also, we'll probably talk about playoffs later. Like, I don't know who's out and in right, right now. Yeah. So, we'll talk about that next week. Um, so, some of the, these are probably some of the last weeks we talk about some of these things. Right, yeah. And that could be the Vikings. Yeah. Let's move on, though, to the Chiefs and Dolphins, two teams we are probably not going to be done talking about for a while. Chiefs win it 33-27 to in Miami. This is a good one. A lot of stuff happened here. It was a little sloppy. Very sloppy, but I thought it was like, at least stuff's happening. Yeah. Lots of stuff from Mahomes happening. Yeah. Uh, dude cannot play in that stadium. Like like he, like he said, he thinks like, I'm pretty sure like half of his interceptions are in, yeah. that, in that stadium, is what he said during his press conference. Because uh, he threw, what, two? Two this last Three. Week? Three this last week, and he had like two in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Uh, and so... Like, it's still not very many. Like that no, was yeah, probably yeah. half his interceptions. And right. it's, it just tells you like that's so little interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but Chiefs-wise, uh, they... Clyde Edwards-Alaire is getting drowned in the sea of talent that they have. Like, they have... There are so many mouths to feed that, like, they're all not getting many numbers. I mean, other than Kelsey and Hill, like, they're they're getting numbers. But, like, Le'Veon... Yeah, Le'Veon and Clyde, they have, they yeah. aren't getting used as much as they should on any other team. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's like they just don't use the running back that often. Yeah. I, for me, it's... One, I don't think Le'Veon's a big part of it. I just no. I just think he, they were like, how can we not? Yeah. Um... But with I, I think they just end up falling back on what they've always been able to do. Right. And it's the running back position was always their second punch. Yeah. So they just go with like, well, this isn't working. Let's just go back to the to the jab that's that's won us like all our fights. Right. Yeah. Um. It. I don't know. I, for me, one, I'm pretty sure that Kelsey leads the league in receiving. He does. And he'd be the first tight end ever to do that. Probably. Uh, and I believe Tyreek Hill's like fourth. Yes. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. They have two top five uh, receivers. But uh, to me, this game, this particular game, just felt like they were shifting up and down. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, ah, whatever, let's keep it in first. Right. And then they were losing. And they're like, all right, fine. We'll go to third. Yeah. And then they were winning. They were like, all right, let's calm down. <laughs> but it's, yeah. That's just what it meaning the. They basically won it in the second and the third. In the first and the fourth, they were cruising. Yeah. And that's what this team can do. I feel like their adjustments, and this is more their team in general, basically their adjustments are Andy Reid yelling at them to stop playing with their food. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. That, you know, he just comes in and he's like, knock it off. Let's do it. And they do it. And then he's like, all right, you guys are good. Yeah. You can leave the table and go play. Right, yeah. Uh... It's it's a little annoying because like it, that's yeah. that's the Chiefs' story is like they play down to their competition and yeah and then once they're like oh we might want to pick it up they pick it up and mm-hmm. it's and it's like you shouldn't be able to do that no in the, the whole national thing is, football league the it, whole thing has always been in in anything it's like you can't flip the switch on and off blah 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 yeah and they can yeah for now for now you can't. I don't think you can do this for multiple seasons in a row, what they're doing. Uh-huh. But for now, they can. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like they're they're above everyone. Yeah. Um, let's go to the Dolphins. Uh, I think they were handicapped by Gaskins being out. Uh, yeah. That, that didn't they're, help. Yeah. Uh, their running back situation is all over the place. Um, it's bad without Gaskin. Yeah. Which is weird because he was there for so long and they never used him at a Right. Place. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, their, their defense played pretty all right. Um, I think they need more pure talent. Yeah. Like they're, I think we forget that they're in a rebuild. Yeah. And it was just like, they threw a bunch of pieces together. Yeah. But they still don't have a lot of like high draft picks on the line. Yeah. Or on the defensive line Mm -hmm. or in the middle. Yeah. They have guys who they're like veteran leader guys but they're those aren't your, your your big talent people yeah and so i still think they need that um because they won almost every statistical category and still lost they don't have the big playmakers right and except for in the secondary yeah 
Okay, let's go to Broncos at Panthers. Broncos 32, Panthers 27. Look, these are two bad teams. Uh, for me, it was just the Broncos. I have the Broncos showed you their top end. Yeah. Which showed you their weak, their weak link. So this shows you what the Broncos can be when a quarterback plays well. Yeah. Drew Locke happened to be the quarterback that played well, mm-hmm. but he's too inconsistent. Yeah. Um, when he plays well, they're very good. Yeah. When he doesn't play well, they're very bad. And he's not playing well enough. That's To me, that's the whole thing. See, to me, what I think it is is the O-line. When the O-line mm-hmm. plays well, Locke can and – the, and the running backs – when the O-line plays well, the running backs can run for like 150 yards and Locke can run off play action and have four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Or the defense has to come up and stop the run, put eight in the box. Locke doesn't have as much to work against. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you want him to be like Baker. Yeah, pretty much. And that's that's kind of what he did this week, is he played similarly to Baker. Um, and they've got two running backs that I think can do it. Lindsey's kind of – he's fallen off quite a bit off since his rookie season. year. Yeah. Um, and But I think Melvin Gordon can do it. And, I mean, obviously he's not Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Um, but – I, th- I think I think that's what the problem is. If the run game isn't going, then Locke has to try to play like Mahomes yeah. or Wilson, and he's, he's nowhere near those guys. Yeah, I just think that there are some opportunities to go get some quarterbacks Yeah, where you don't have to worry about that. For sure. You know, I, my first thought is like, what if they had Stafford? Yeah. How freaking good would they be? Seriously. with the, they'd, be, they'd be amazing because yeah. – I think Vic Fan- to me, I think Vic Fangio is doing a pretty good job. Oh yeah, the fact that they are as aggressive as they are mm-hmm. on offense yeah. for a lifelong defensive coordinator, yeah. it's clear that he's been like, I can't handy handy or handcuff or handicap the the offense because of like my I think my defense, feelings. Yeah, yeah, I think the defense can win it. Like this is this he understands the NFL now. Yeah, which is I think very important. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and. Yeah, the defense still plays very well. Yeah, when they have the pieces, yeah, and they're not completely crushed by the offense. Right. So if they had a stat, I just think they would be playoff bound fairly easily if they had a, a Stafford like quarterback. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see in the off season. Panthers wise, what do you got? I think uh, my only notes are they're injury injured and their youth is just too much to overcome. Like those two things combined. Yeah, I think they'll be a very good team next year. Um, mm-hmm. I think, oh, so do I. I think they'll they'll be like in the hunt next year. Um, if they get some pieces in the draft or a free agency, um, like they'll be in the hunt, maybe like in the playoffs for sure by this time next year. I think yeah, I think they very well could be if they draft well again. They did yeah. this year. Hopefully, they will next year. Yeah. To me, the whole th- offensively, they're starting to fall apart. Early, it caught everybody off guard. This offense was new. That yeah. happens. And now, I'm starting, I'm, I think you're starting to see this offense is built around Christian McCaffrey. And right. he's not there. Yeah. And Mike Davis is having a good year, but he's not Christian McCaffrey. Oh, not at all. Yeah. And I don't think you can expect that. So, to me, that'll be fixed when McCaffrey's back. And yeah. like you said, defense gets another year older and they get even more pieces. It's coming together. Yeah. We've said all year. It's coming together faster than we thought. Yeah. Those are two bad teams that 
beat each other. Here we go. Let's move on to Texans at Bears. Bears win it 36-7. Another two bad teams. Yep. That played, and one of them won. And one of them won. Uh, yeah, I don't have much on this one. Um, I think the Bears are... I think this game they need to uh, figure out how to use their pieces, like Nagy needed to, um, and I think he did. Montgomery played well and was used well. I think he had like 13 carries for like 111 yards, something like that. Yeah. Um, Allen Robinson had a lot of usage, uh, and I think they worked well in the red zone, which they hadn't been. Um, Trubisky looked pretty good, uh, but the, that's all against a bad team. So Yeah. I don't think this means anything. Yeah. Uh, to I have kind of the same notes where the Bears they started to play to their roster. Yeah. To the potential that they had, most of their roster. I mean, right. They're still bad in the trenches, and yeah. that's, you know, I I don't think even defensively in the middle of that defensive line, I don't think they're all that good. They've got Hicks, but he's getting old. And injured most of the, I feel like a lot of weeks. Yeah, I yeah. think that both of those played to each other, and then on the offensive line, they're just not very good. No. So I don't think this means anything, but they're start. They do have a decent roster in parts, and those parts had the opportunity to shine. Yeah, and like you said, it's against a bad Texans team. So let's start. Let's talk about the Texans team. I've got no help for Watson, and then in parentheses I have and Watt. Yeah, I just feel like those two guys are an island, and yep, an an island in a. The sea of their own tears. Yeah, Kiki Cutie is their number two. Oh, let me get to this. Okay. I have a list of their skills positions. Got these it. are the skills positions. I'm going to go ahead and read these names. You've heard some of these names, but that doesn't mean they're good. Right. Here we go. Skills positions. Greg Howell Jr. Okay. Duke Johnson. CJ Procise. Chad Hansen. I'm pretty sure he hosts Red Zone. <laughs> Stephen Mitchell Jr., Kiki Cutie, Jordan Akins, and Darren Fells. That is what Watson is working with. Yeah, yeah. Duke Johnson would be the third running back in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll let him go. And he was the he's the best one you just listed. Yes, by yeah. by a lot. Although he didn't lead the day, that was Greg Howell oh, Jr. Yeah. Who I. Greg, he sounds like somebody who should be. He sounds like a Mister Rogers driving NASCAR or something. Yeah, or that. Um, what I would like to point out hmm. is that with those that stellar cast of characters, Watson went twenty-one of thirty for two hundred and nineteen yards, a touchdown, and no picks. Can can we just be done with the excuses? For people don't have enough to work with, Cam, Lamar, right. Rogers, there are more. Baker right now. Yeah. Like, can we be done with that whole thing? Because it doesn't seem to matter for yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Would, it doesn't matter. It Like, good quarterbacks make people better. Yeah. Those are excuses you use when quarterbacks play poorly. Right. Stop using it. Yeah. I hate that argument. I agree. Um, I just feel so bad for Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. Like, yeah. I want them... And I want them gone. Because I can't see them... The Texans can't get that much better. Yeah. Yeah, dissolve the Texans. Let, 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 let Watson and Watt be drafted in a in a draft. Redraft. I yeah. like it. Yeah. 
That would be very interesting. Yeah. This game, that was not interesting. Nope. Let's move to a game that, again, this one wasn't very interesting either. Cardinals at Giants. The Cardinals win it 26-7. to Yeah. Uh, I have one note. Hassan Reddick is impressive versus a bad O-line. That's true. That is literally my only Cardinals note. I have their defense was active and swarming. Yeah. Again, they had the eight sacks. Simmons played better. He's playing, he's playing he's better as the year play, goes on. He's starting to play better. Uh, my worry is that he is going to be a big fish in a small pond for a while. Yeah. You know, kind of like it's on Reddick. Yeah. Um, they had eight sacks. Reddick had five, I believe, yeah. by himself. And But to me, their offense is still lacking. It was better today, but mm-hmm. not good. They committed to the run, but it wasn't great. And I think they're very dependent on DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think it's in a good way. Okay. This offense was supposed to be like, bang, around, bang, bang yeah. over here, bang to the left, all the way to the right, deep shot. Now we go underneath. You don't know where we're going. Yeah. Now you know where they're going. Yeah, it's really just the Texans of last year. Yes. Yes, that's, I, that's, that's how I feel about it, and I don't think that's good. No. Yeah, uh, Kirk is fuller, and Hopkins is has put right back in his Hopkins role. And yeah. Kyler's running around like Watson and finding Hopkins any way he can. Yeah, and that it, it's the record, top average? The, yeah, their the record's probably roughly the same. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's improved Hopkins' situation any, like at all. Um, Giants-wise, under 50 plays. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, also, eight sacks allowed, like you just mentioned. That's not good. It's not good. Against, like, a okay pass rush. Yeah. Like, it's just, oh, okay. Like, it seemed to me that the Cardinals were just throwing people at the offensive line. Yeah. Just overload this, overload that. Yeah. And. Hey, it worked. They're not going to. They knew, like, they're not figuring this out. <laughs> it's, or you could just rush five. Yeah. Because they're, they're going to get confused, and it, it happened. Um, my Giants, nope. They didn't hold her steady. No. It's my whole thing. Just hold her steady. They didn't hold her steady. No. Uh, zero rush attempts for Daniel Jones. I think that tells you he's, he wasn't healthy. No. So, that's... And he got hurt again, so that's... Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Giants, they're, they could be. With Daniel Jones healthy, they could be at the top of the NFC East. Not that this says a whole bunch, but they could be near the top. And let's see if he gets healthy. Cowboys at Bengals. Cowboys win 30-7. to Here we go. My note, bad beats worse. Yep. My other note, this has nothing to do with the game. Who's the rookie of the offensive rookie of the year? Why would that be in this? Is I because it's Joe Burrow. I still think it's Joe Burrow, and I don't think it's fair that he loses it because he got hurt, which wasn't his fault. Because if he was in this game, who would you have picked? If he was in this game, would I have if picked he was him playing for offensive rookie? No, 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 no. If he was in uh, this game, who would yeah, you take? The Bengals or the Cowboys? Bengals, yeah, Bengals. probably Bengals. Right, and I think most people would, yeah. and I think that's very overlooked. The fact that they are thirty to seven, they get their asses beat in by the Cowboys, and if he were in there, everyone would have thought they were going to win. Mm-hmm. That I think that that's a good point. 
it shows you what he where he elevated them to. Yeah. And what they actually are. So I think they should he should get credit for that. Maybe not winning. I think he does. But he should yeah. get credit for that. Yeah. I, I I feel like he's just been forgotten. Yeah. Um Yeah, Cowboys, poor defensive performance. Like usual. Uh the Bengals, without Joe Burrow, were sixty six percent on third down. God. Yeah, they basically just got lucky that there was only seven points. Yeah. Yeah. The the Bengals had three turnovers. Um if you if you equate those turnovers to scoring drives if they don't happen, yeah. It's a game. It's thirty twenty eight. Um so yeah. so I think the Cowboys didn't play well. Yeah, the Bengals coughed it up. Yeah, the Bengals suck. The, the Bengals, Cowboys, that doesn't mean yeah. the Cowboys are good because yeah, they the, put up there. The Bengals also won time of possession. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think. So actually, what we're saying, what you're saying, is the Cowboys played bad. The, the Cowboys were bad. Yeah, it was a poor defensive performance. Yeah, it, was, I, it wasn't good. They let the Bengals run the ball pretty well. It's just they, the Bengals coughed the ball up on, other a, than, on a freak kick return, and then. Yeah. Both their running backs uh, losing their jobs. Other the than, like, game. what, three teams in the NFL, this is a loss? Probably. Jets, Bengals, I can't even think of another one. Maybe the Jags. Probably probably lose to the Jags, probably. honestly. Yeah. It's okay. The, but, yeah, bad teams. Colt, here, let's get to it. This was an exciting This Here's a good one. Colts Raiders. Colts at Raiders. Colts win it 44-27. to Start off the Colts. The Colts have a really good stable of running backs, and that's with Marlon Mack on IR. Yeah, that's I just Taylor Hines. They're good. Wilkins isn't bad. He's a really good fourth running back in the NFL. They, I have. They're smart and efficient, and I think that's that kind of leads into that. Yeah. Like when you've got these players who are all like good players. Yeah. It and you know how to play with them. Yeah. It leads to this. Yeah, I think I think they need on the offense. I think they need like a a third receiver. Ty's playing really well. They need a speed guy. Yeah, Ty's T-Y. not a speed guy. Anymore. No, Ty's playing really well. Uh, for how badly he was playing. For us burying him yeah, at the beginning yeah, of yeah, the for, season. For how badly he was playing at the beginning. Um, and I think with a third guy that can take the take the top off. Um, I think. I don't know if Rivers can actually throw the deep ball anymore very Doesn't well matter, as well. Um, but with T.Y. working the intermediate and Pittman working the intermediate, being that big big uh, receiver, uh, I think they'd be better. But T.Y.'s their fit at this point in his career. Yeah. Not as not in terms of blocking, although he does put in effort there. Yeah. But he's that underneath guy, catch it and run it. Yeah. And then Pittman, if they get a tight end and a speed guy. Yeah. And all they got to do, they don't. Doesn't have to be the best. You know, speed. It doesn't have to be the top Mahomes to Hill. Yeah. But as long as it's good, you try it. Just throw it. If they get like Hardeman, that'll be that'd be great for them. They get Miko. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Um, Uh, Also, their defense is ridiculous. Yeah, their defense is really good. But I'm going to stick to the offense a little bit because I had a point off of your running backs. Okay. They were 8 of 11 on third down. And I think that directly correlates to what the work the running backs did. Yeah. Um, and then kind of same thing. Game was managed well. Without They do a good job. It's managed, but it's not overly conservative. I really like that. Yeah. Like, that's their sweet spot. They'll take shots. And they, yeah, yeah. And they, they do a good job at hitting that sweet spot. Um, speaking of deep, like, Rivers had 13 yards per completion. 
That's pretty good. So he's actually, yeah. you know, not that he's throwing the ball down the field, but it's getting down the field. Yeah. There's a distinction, but it's still good. Um, before we get to the defense, I must note that Quentin Nelson played left tackle in this game, and now everyone thinks he can play left tackle, which he could. He probably couldn't do for a season. Like, he wouldn't be one of the best t- left tackles in football if he did it for an entire season. No. But... He wouldn't be in the top ten worst left tackles if he did it. And yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, he'd probably be in in the upper middle third. Yeah. Yeah. He's what would that make him in the fourteen the twelve to fifteen? Yeah. Twelve to fifteen. It's pretty impressive. I uh, agree. Eight plays, no sacks given up. When it comes like I don't remember who it was. But it, four up. of them were pass plays. No pressures. Yeah. So, good enough. Cool. Um, right. And then defense. Yes, defense is ridiculous. I actually want to talk a little bit more about the defense when we talk about the Raiders. Yeah. Um, but I guess I could just give it here. I just think it's a bad matchup. The Colts' defense to mm-hmm. the Raiders' offense is a bad matchup. Why do you say that? The Col- the, well, the Raiders are a run team first, and then they like that. They like to take, you know, some shots, not a lot. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about how they don't have the best intermediate game. Yeah. The Colts are stout up front, and I have I have it here. They're stout up front, they're deep in the back, and they're really fast in the middle. Yeah. So you're not getting that run game going. No. And you're not getting those deep shots that you like. And your intermediate game, which is like your third punch, that's definitely not happening yeah. with the, the speed that they have at linebacker. Yeah. Just, it's a three-level defense, and not only is I'm saying it's it's really good, but it's even better when you have a bad matchup, and For that's sure. what the Raiders are. Yeah. Yeah, Raiders-wise, I just have the, the wheels are kind of falling off. Um, they didn't get the run game going. And they did play a good defense, but... Um, yeah, I think just like in the in recent weeks, they haven't looked very good um, when they looked so solid coming in. Yeah, I think to me it's just that we've talked about got to get the run game going and you can't. And it's odd because at times they show you. I mean, I remember saying the Raiders have answers now. Yep. It's like they have them but don't use them every week. When the run game doesn't get going some weeks – it's like, oh, we can do this and this and this, and it's creative. And yeah. then some weeks it's like, oh, we didn't plan for this. Yeah. So we just – our offense is gone. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it, it, There's – it's almost like they ran into a good defense, and we, we just haven't seen them – we've only periodically seen them run into good defenses and haven't put it together. I guess. Um, and, and I think – yeah, it's weird that they they didn't get the run game going this week, and they kind of were just like, oh, no. We're, we're done for. Yeah. Because Josh Jacobs can't get it going. Um, and That's kind of the thing, too, that's that's odd. Yeah. Because it's, you didn't think that maybe you wouldn't be able to run the ball? Yeah, against DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's very very surprising. And then yeah. defensively for the Raiders, my, the, my three words for the Raiders' defense is disjointed, slow, and disillusioned. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't... One... Like, watching them, it's like no one knows how this all works together. So yeah. I'm not surprised that the mm-hmm. defensive coordinator got fired. Yeah. Because watching them, they all seem confused. 
Like, not one person knew what another person should be doing. As if they've never done team defense? Yes. Yeah. They're slow. Yeah. Like, they're pretty much everywhere on the field. Like, there's... At safety, they're not slow, but they're not good. Yeah. And that's the disillusion part. I think they... They don't know what they don't have. Yeah. They believe they have something special at the safety position, and it, it's not there. Yeah. It's – Abram just run around, runs around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah. It's like they think Abrams is Jamal Adams and, yeah. like, Tyron Matthew. And, it, and it's – he, he has those traits. Yeah. But without the instincts, he's, yeah. he's just see ball, hit ball yeah. without any sort of, you can't do it. Like for anybody who thinks that defense is just see ball, go get ball. It's not, there's a fit to defense and there's, if, if you're somewhere you're not supposed to be, and we've talked about this yeah. cover four against the chiefs. Yeah. If you're somewhere you're not supposed to be, it screws everything up. You can kind of do that on offense. You can't do that defensively. Yeah. And my biggest thing is his chaos Makes the defensive defense chaotic. Yeah, and you can't do you can't play defensive with yeah. that kind of chaos. Yeah, he, it's like he's trying to play like those two guys, but those two guys play in a defense that's built around them playing like that. Yeah, and he and he doesn't. It's like he doesn't understand that that's that's yeah. not how the NFL works. It's yeah. your defense has to be built like that for you to play like that. They yeah, and they know when Matthew and Adams. Yeah. They they have plays where they can freelance. Yeah. Where it's built in, like you're yeah. saying. So they can do whatever they want. But when it the play isn't built for them to freelance, they don't freelance. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah. Is he's just freelancing the whole time. Yeah. And you know, it's defense is controlled chaos and he doesn't have the control part down. Right. So too much time on Abrams. That's true. Uh but he pisses me off. Jets at Seahawks. Seahawks win it 40-3. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) Packers, 31. Lions, 24. Um, This is at the Lions. Let's talk some about them. Um, My actual note on the Seahawks-Jets game was, what do you want from me? (laughs) Yeah, I really just have, like, they look good. Carson and Hyde Hyde being healthy will help them going forward. Yeah. That's all I got. Their defense is beating up on bad teams. I don't know what you want. Yeah. Uh, Packers. My Packers know is they're the ultimate tortoise. They are consistent. There's no ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that that can be good and bad. Yeah. Because for me, if if they're beat, they're beat. Think the Bucks game. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I feel like the team knows this is what we do. And there's no, there's no like, changing that. Yeah. So if they're beat, well, we're out of here. Right, yeah. Let's just, where's the last whistle? Let's go home. Mm-hmm. And if it's a win, they know it. And they play like they know it. Yeah. But I, when there's, to, to me, this game had no business being this close. But when a team like the Lions plays probably a little better than they are. Yeah. And that happens in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Packers don't lift it up with it. Yeah. So they don't say Lions are playing better. We got to play better. They yeah. just keep going. Yeah. And if you mad, and if you if your line gets higher than theirs, look, it's a loss. I see what you're yeah. saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I got yeah. you. And for the Lions, like the Lions are bad, so that doesn't matter for the Packers. But right. the Bucks, who are, you know, not the best, but they're better than the Lions, 
it that does matter. That's when yeah. the, the Bucks are like, oh, we're playing better, and we're just as talented as you. Yeah. That's when the Packers don't have the answer. I wonder so. if that'll change in the playoffs. Because it hasn't. It hasn't. Oh, who? The, the the Packers. Okay, I thought you meant. The, uh, yeah, it was so obvious that the Packers were making it. I thought you meant the Bucks. Oh no. <laughs> uh, yes, the Packers are the one seed in the NFC right yeah. now. Um, but yeah, it, it will be. It hasn't changed in a long time. So many thinks it's. That's just that's who Rogers is. Yeah. And that's not that's not a knock. Like no. I'm saying, this is good and bad. It, it could, depending on the day. Yeah. It could be very good. Could also be not great for right. you. Um, I think that's who Rogers is. He's just like, here we go. This like this is who we are. Yeah. And he's almost too even keeled. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Lions wise, what do you got? I, nothing. Got I, it. I just don't even think they're worth it. Yeah. Without Galladay, the Lions offense is still not bad against a Packers defense, which I don't love mm-hmm. for the Packers defense. Um, the they didn't run the ball well, the Lions. No. No, they didn't. They didn't but they run. still put up points. Yeah. Put a very points. confusing game. Put up points, and, like, Stafford had a good game. Yeah. Um, which. Until they got busted up. Yeah, which, stop having good games in Detroit. Start playing somewhere else and have good yes, games. please, God. <laughs> please uh, go somewhere else. Yeah, that's really all I got. With Galladay, they could be a really good offense. Yes. But he's only played in, like, three games. Yeah. He's on the roster. Thanks, Galladay. Thanks, Galladay. Uh, Falcons at Chargers. Chargers win it 20-17. to 17. Uh, th- My note, this is all I've got. Both teams seemed confused and without confidence of organizational leadership. So they, they, they seem confused. They play confused. And what I mean is there's no – it doesn't seem like anybody knows, like, oh, we've got answers. Yeah. It seems like they know they don't. Right. So they've, they've got this lack of confidence, and it's not in their ability, because I feel like it's this weird kind of dynamic where it's all like, oh, we are good, but we can't be good because our organizations won't let us. Yeah. And they know that, and it's it's frustrating to them, and so they're basically like, screw it. Yeah. Honestly, both teams look like they were trying to lose. Like they both, it looked like both teams were trying to find a way to lose the game, and the Falcons won that battle of losing the game. Of trying, yeah. Uh, just l- disorganized, and then Ryan played possibly like Matt Ryan played possibly the worst game of football he's ever played. Yeah. Um, I just I I don't like kind of what you're saying. I think. Look, what you're saying is from what I'm saying. You're right, not, yeah. I'm not going oh, yeah. You're going more, um, like, focused than I am. And I think that Ryan thing is just because he know he's having to try. It's like when you're trying to lift something up mm-hmm. and then do something else with your arms. Yeah. Like, something's resting on your shoulders and you're trying to do something with your arm. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, opposed to if somebody's, like, holding you up and you're yeah. trying to do something with your arms. Crazy easy. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. And these two teams have are like Atlas trying to hold up the world. And, and play a football game. Yeah, and play a football game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really bad teams on both side, sides. And 20-17, three-point game. Three-point game and still really bad. It's a wolf game. Yeah. Let's move on to the Washington football team at the 49ers in Arizona. Washington football team wins it 23-15. to 15. I can't say Washington football team. They cannot keep this name. 
They cannot keep this name because I can't do it at this whole time. Anyway, they win it 23-15. Again, two bad teams, like like bad records, but yes. two promising teams. That's what. I, okay, I'm glad you made the distinction because they're not bad in the way like Cowboys, Bengals, Jets, Chargers, Falcons. They're not bad in the way they're bad. Yeah. But they're, they're bad in a different way. Yeah. Uh, for Washington, I saw this... Uh, I can't remember where I saw it, but somebody put it, uh, Chase Young is what we all thought Jadavian Clowney was going to be. <laughs> Which, like, yeah. That is that perfect. Yeah. The the Texans drafted Clowney, and they were like, all right, uh, franchise-changing defensive end. Yeah, more power than bend. Yeah. But, you know, he can get it done. For sure. Mm. And here's One Chase. of them can. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Also, their front four is incredible, and really the reason for the win, uh, they lost most categories. Like They lost like time yeah. of possession, they lost yardage, yards per play. Yeah. They lost all of that, and it's because their defense is really good and yes. got them the win. Um, yeah, my note for the—I don't have any note for the Niners. It's the same note that it's been all yeah. season. They're still not healthy. Yeah. Um, Washington football team, though, I have there the Dolphins on steroids. Okay. When the Dolphins were winning all their games, they needed the defense to score. Yeah. And what we knew was that that was not sustainable. Yeah. The defense is not going to have a touchdown every single week, nor are you going to have a special teams touchdown every single week. Yeah. And this is on steroids because the team needs the defense to score like twice a week. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. It's just not sustainable. But I do think that there, there is, there's a difference because... Miami's defense is built on the back end being really solid oh, and yeah. the front end being kind of put together. And the Washington's yeah. different. They've got the front end is crazy solid and the back end is kind of put together. And I think that yes. can last longer because they'll still be putting pressure on team, on quarterbacks in yeah. every game. Yes. Or Miami won't. Let me elaborate. I'm not saying they are the Dolphins. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm saying I think, it'll be more sus- I think it'll be more sustainable than Miami. You think they're going to be having a touchdown every week? Because that's all I mean. Yeah. Is that I, I don't think they're going to keep winning games yeah. because they need the defense to score. Yeah. However, I do think this is built very well. Yeah. Like, I think they're good. Yeah. And I actually think they're better offensively than people give them credit for. Especially with Antonio Gibson there. Yeah. And Matt, and, I almost said Matt Ryan. And Alex Smith. I don't know why they're like the same person in my head. Pretty much. Um, but... It's it's what it's all well run like and yeah. you've said that like it's all done very well yeah I just don't think they're built to win games right now and yeah they are because they're scoring a lot on defense but scoring doesn't work playing well is sustainable and yeah. I think they will continue to hold teams yeah. to less scores but I don't think they'll be able to score enough and that's kind of what I mean yeah. They'll play well, just not ridiculous, like, where you score as as many touchdowns as some offenses in right. the NFL. Yeah. Or more. Looking at you, Jets. Uh, but, yes. But they are the best team in the NFC East. They sure are. I think they are the best. I agree. I think the Giants could challenge them, like, win 6 out of 10. Not the Giants win 6 out of 10, but the football team wins 6 out of 10 yeah. against the Giants. That means you're the best team. Everybody healthy? Yeah. Especially I say right six now. out of ten. Especially right now. Let's move on, though, to some big games. Here we go. These are the big ones. Saints 
at Eagles. Eagles win it 24 to 21. I'll let you start. Eagles, I think they controlled the line of scrimmage very well against the Saints. Um, like both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, their O line played better than it has. And I think part of that is because the Saints don't have a great pass rush. Um, also, I think they kind of used Hurts in a in a way that was going to be beneficial, like the way they had to. Yeah, yeah. pretty much the way the Saints are having to use Taysom Hill, letting him get going on on designed runs, but also letting him take off when he feels like he needs to take off. Um, Which begs the question: What the hell were the were the Saints doing? What do you mean? Like their uh, like, game plan, the defensive yeah. game plan was it? It was god awful. Yeah, you knew this was coming. Everyone knew this was coming, and you played the game plan. wasn't even designed to stop it. It yeah. was like you were the only one surprised. Right to the point where I was listening to a podcast, and they they said, "What well, the only thing they can think of that happened was the Saints had so much time." That they were double thinking it. Yeah. If we if they think we think that they're going to do this, and yeah. they probably won't do this, so we'll do this instead. Like, yeah. Oh, just kept folding themselves. Yeah. In half. That's the only thing I can think of that what could have happened. Um, if you don't mind, I'll start with the Saints because my note is that this is the arrogance of Sean Payton, mm-hmm. and I think we all know who Sean Payton is. Like right. He's very arrogant, yeah. and they don't have Breeze there to balance him out. Mm-hmm. And that's what they've always had, is, is Payton's basically like, we're so much better than these guys, and Breeze is there to be like, but we have to keep working. Yeah. But they don't have him there right now. Yeah. So that's why I think it's the Saints thing. Eagles-wise, this is the bigger discussion. To me, they have a choice of moving on. Yeah. They're moving on. They have a choice of moving on. Right. They can either move on from Wentz. Yeah. Or move on from everyone that isn't fully behind him. And I mean, like, if if it came up that you might have said something bad. If you weren't basically Jason Kelsey or uh, Fletcher Cox, who have always yeah. said, We're, I'm behind my guy. Yeah. Then you're gone because yeah. at this at this point, Wentz has been been Wentz has been ruined for the locker room. Yeah. By first it was Foles. Yeah. Who's like this nice guy? Go, uh, sure you betcha. Like we can do it. He's like super cheesy, but that's kind of what you need from a backup. Yeah. And then he played well, and he's been ruined by a better natural leader. Yeah. And that is Hertz. Yeah. Hertz is like, everyone knows he's, that's what his thing is. Right. It's that I'm this galvanizing force and this amazing leader. Yeah. And he's amazing at that. And Wentz probably isn't. Yeah. Some just aren't the best, but he is more talented. So you have that choice. Either get Wentz out of there or get everyone else out of there because it's all poisoned. Right. And you could feel that. Yeah. In this. And that's why everyone being like, oh, it's just such a good spark. Those people, get out if you're going to keep Wentz. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't see how they could get rid of Wentz just the cap, just the amount of cap he takes up. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I don't know how they get rid of him. I you, know? you got to figure it out. Yeah. Because you because ha- your team won't reach its peak mm-hmm. without that. It's it, anytime you put Wentz in, 
he's going to be being undercut. And he's yeah. been being undercut this whole year and all of last year. Like, he's just been undercut leadership-wise for so long. The belief is gone. And yeah. people have... have Elshon Jeffrey is the one who's been who's probably the poster child for how many times has it been he been linked to a comment about Wentz. Right. He for him, so if you put yourself in the shoes of Alshon Jeffrey, every time you see Wentz, you're not your belief your belief is already subconsciously like yeah. we don't we have less of a chance. Yeah. And anytime that and Wentz knows that the other way. So your team's just never going to gel together. Right. You this is these are your options. Right. Do one or the other. Yeah. Because you're never going to make it as a team if you don't. Yeah. I think the and I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying the Eagles are stuck. Right. Yeah. And that's what happens when you sign a quarterback that's like such a big deal, especially after like they did it after there were already like comments like that. So your team yeah. was already poisoned, and you're kind of like, oh, we're going to double down on it. Yeah, and well, the, the issue wasn't the signing of Wentz. It was the keeping the other people around. Yeah. So and, and that's in the building. Like, that's in the building of the roster is you had the choice. Either take Foles or take Wentz. And you chose Wentz, but then you left the Foles people there. Right. And that undercut. I just don't think yeah. they realized how bad, how big of a divide it was. Yeah. And that's the, the Eagles' biggest issue, I think, right now. The because, division. Yeah, it's because when you put in this third party, Hurts. Yeah. It, and he played well. I don't want to no. just take yeah. all this away from what, from Hurts. But he, when you, you saw the team kind of gel because he's not involved in that other stuff. Yeah. He was kind of this outsider. You can't blame him for that. Yeah. And and so you see what this team became. But right. Um, I don't know. That's just who they think the Eagles are right now. Yeah, uh, not good. No, they're not good, but they're interesting. Yeah. And that, that's that's why we talk about. And them. Miles Sanders is a good running back. That's and what I have yeah. for the Eagles. He played really well. No, my thing is, what the hell, Doug Peterson? You could have done this for Wentz. Like, Seriously, how much they ran the ball? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they didn't just do this. And part of me thinks it's the contract. Yeah. They just felt like we can't dumb it down because we have to get this guy to play to what he's being paid. Yeah. That didn't work. Nope. Okay, let's get let's move on. The Saints are fine, by the way. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Steelers at Bills. Two teams that. Either one could have lost, and we would have said this team's fine. By the way, yeah. But the Bills won it twenty six to fifteen at home, and I will say the Steelers are fine, but they're not great. Yeah, I think I think they are fine, but the problems that we saw back in like week eight are still their problems. Like they're yeah. let's start with. So bills, bills. Uh, I just have because I only have two. Th- I only yeah. have two things. Uh, fully back. They're yeah. all the way back. Defense, all yeah. this stuff, and they're adaptable, which I really like. I feel like they go into games and they're just like, "What are you guys doing?" All right, we'll do this. Yeah, and they win that way, which yeah. is very impressive. I think that's what you have to do with a mobile quarterback who can also throw the ball. Yeah, like, God, he's playing good. Yeah, <laughs> Woo, he's yeah. playing well. Yeah, that's. I think that's the the good thing about having a quarterback that can also throw the ball. And run like like yeah. Anytime a defense is doing something, you kind of have this like, all right, we have a built-in answer. Mm-hmm. Like if there, we have something we can do. Take your poison. At a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bills defense is really good. Uh, the Bills also made good uh, second and a half adjustments, which I like. Uh, the yeah, first half I mean, really wasn't 
was was pretty close, and they kind of pulled away in the second half. Um, yeah, for me, I, it's almost hard to write notes on the Bills because I just think they're so fully formed right now. Yeah. They're good on offense, they're good on defense, they're well coached. Yeah. That's a pretty boring note. Right, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's really all I have. Um, okay, now let's talk about the Steelers, who are the talking point in this game, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, again, the run game was not good. They yeah. had 2.7 yards per carry. Yeah. Which isn't good, and still better than I think they had last week. Um, so, they improved, yeah. but the, like... That's what we've been saying this whole season is they don't have a run game and it's it doesn't work. It makes it so that your offense can't work. Their their pass game suffers because their run game isn't good. I think so to me I view this whole thing and I think we have all year through the through the prism of they're injured. That's the whole thing to me right now. Because mm-hmm. I because and that's not just an excuse to me. Their injuries. Every team has its gaps, its mm-hmm. holes in their in their talent, their roster, yeah. whatever, their abilities. Yeah. The Steelers can't run. When they're healthy, you can fill those gaps, and it's okay because you you complete your game in a different way. Yeah. Like you might not be able to run, but I can do other things. But when you're injured, now if I can't do that other thing that filled in for the fact that I can't run, yeah. Now we're bad, and yeah. that's what I think the Steelers are right now. And they lost a lot. Diggs crushed them. But they had yeah. just lost their number one corner. Yeah. They keep... they And I think this is... I don't understand why this is getting so underrated. They played three football games in under two weeks. Right. That's... I can't even... Most teams are get pissed when they have to play from Sunday, then Thursday, and then get a week and a half off. Right. Teams get pissed at that. Yeah. Try playing another game in less time than that. Right. And so I think that gets underlooked. And then the big part of it is when you're having injuries like this and you have to play so many games, you can't adjust. So you lose Bud Dupree in the Ravens game. Then you've got to play on the, on Monday. And then you lose Joe Hayden and your second string running back and your other linebacker. So now they've lost three linebackers mm-hmm. and they're playing with their third and their fourth or their fourth and their fifth string linebackers in an, in less than a week yeah. after those games. So I think you've got to kind of give them a pass for that. Once they get healthy, then I think we'll see. Yeah. So, so I guess what I'm saying is, like, to me, you can't put definitive yet. Yes, they cannot run. But they haven't been able to run all year, and they're 11-2. Right. Yes, they're giving up more points. But they haven't given up points when they've been healthy all year. Mm-hmm. Even after they lost Devin Bush. Yeah. So I've got to see them get back to, with Spillane coming back, with Hayden coming back, um, and with Vince Williams coming back defensively. Yeah. Like, I've got to see them... With those people. For sure. I've got to see them when the line is back. And when James Conner isn't coming in and out of the lineup every week. Yeah. I've got to see that before I can say, okay, these guys just suck now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree. I just think they, like 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 I said, they, they just haven't fixed the things that we've been talking about all season. Which yeah. bothers me. To me, actually, what more than the run game which bothers me, because I've... Kind of just given up that they're going to run the ball. Right, yeah. Um, but what bothers me is that they don't even go downfield with their pass game anymore. Yeah. At the beginning they, of this year, yeah. it was like, we 
four, five, six, seven, eight deep shots yeah. mixed in there with all this underneath, underneath stuff. Yeah. You're not seeing that at all Yeah, anymore. their longest completion was 20 yards. Yeah. Uh, they also had three more drops, which makes it like... Yeah, I, do. I don't even know what I don't even know what you do. Which makes it like 16 in the last three games. I, what even... Uh, and I've already said, I said last week, I think that's emotional yeah. fatigue. Right. But still. They need to get yeah. Vance McDonald back and I guess. sit Eric Ebron's ass for a while. Like, just... Yeah. You can't accept it. Yeah. And, yes, they don't have that many people to replace them with. Yeah. But you've got one. And doing it to one of them will make the rest of them realize... Right. This which I think, okay. like, in the first half, Deontay Johnson got benched, and James I Washington thought, came in, which was like, and then Deontay Johnson picked his game up in the second yeah. half, which I think it w- should have happened earlier. Yeah, well, we had all this narrative, and then Deontay, Deontay Johnson drops the first pass he gets thrown, yeah. and he stayed in. Yeah. And that's when I was like, no. Right. You need, he needs to be good. I don't care who you put Anthony McFarland in there. Right, yeah. For, you know, cup for the rest of the series, like... You have to send a message yeah. now right. that this has to stop. And yeah. I don't think they did the best job they could have with that. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the last game. And this one was a doozy. Yeah. Ravens 47, Browns 42 in Cleveland. One team needed it. One team didn't. The team that needed it won it. Yeah. Browns don't need it. So the nine and four. You're right, yeah. You know, the, the Ravens got to what? Seven and five? With this win? I think so. Something like that? Yeah. Don't have the records right in front of us. Um, But this was an amazing game. Yeah. I thought both teams were the peak of what they are Mm -hmm. in this game. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, they did did exactly what they do very well. Yes, exactly. They they did what they do. They didn't play outside themselves. They didn't really fix anything. Yeah. But they did what they do to the best that they could do it. Yeah. So let's uh, start with the Ravens. Actually, um, okay, never mind. I just felt like I was going to give like this overall feel about the game, and yeah. I thought it was like a, a game where you have to go, <sighs> try and keep up. <laughs> like, right, yeah. Like, there was just a deep breath, try and keep up with what's going on, because yeah. a lot's happening. Yeah. Uh, now let's go Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Uh, Lamar, the star playmaker. Yeah, not that, like like that. like that. That's exactly what he is and has been in the NFL. He's he's incredible, incredible to watch. He had almost yeah. three hundred total yards um, yeah. and like three touchdowns, I think. Um, but you said earlier, like don't blame people around quarterbacks. But Marquise Brown is not a first round receiver. He is one of the worst yeah. first round receivers since who was it, Laquan Treadwell. Uh, Oof. He dude dropped two passes in a row on the sideline, perfectly placed balls, just dropped them. Yeah, I'm not saying like you can't say anything about receivers. Like if they drop I'm, a pass I'm, or play poorly, you could say. I'm that. just saying like like no contact, balls put where he needs it, just drop the ball. Incredible stuff. Uh, and yeah, that's all I have. Ravens offensively. I don't know if you have any offensive notes for them. I've got just it's more of the same. Yeah. Uh, I have not changing, and then I have in parentheses can't change. So, you know, they can't do right, anything yeah. more than they're doing now. Um, but this will work against some. Yeah. And it won't work against others. Yeah. Uh, that, that, those are my notes. Like, I, right. I don't think they 
So everyone's saying, well, you have to do this. But they can't do that. Right. And this is going to work sometimes. It's not going to work sometimes. Yeah. And I think we just kind of have to accept that, at least for this year. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I think uh, defensively, Baltimore, I think they need a better pass rush. Didn't get a lot of pressure on Baker. Yeah, they've got names. but Yeah. Well, Calais Campbell was out with an injury, and people yeah. think he's still injured. Right. Um, Judon is... He was never a pure pass rusher. And right. this is kind of the weird thing. Is they've got Ngakwe, who is that pure pass rusher. Right. But then Judon's over there, who's not a pure pass rusher. So it's like I've got to scheme stuff up for Judon, but I can't scheme anything up for Ngakwe because he's worse at that. Right. How does that fit together? I don't think yeah. the defensive line fits together. I feel like it's all kind of like pieces that aren't an actual defensive line. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah, Ngaku got some pressure on Baker, but really, I, I don't think enough. Yeah, like I, I think their defense is just not playing to the the name of like a Baltimore defense, and also yeah. the names of the actual players on the defense. Like, yeah, they, they're all kind of it's it's like a, when you're putting together a Madden team, and you're like, oh, this guy's really good, this guy's really good, but you're not you're not thinking about how they fit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought they I thought they played okay. Like, I didn't think they played horribly. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're a bad defense. I'm just saying like if I'm going to pick something that they need to do better, it's pass rush. Yes, I I would agree with yeah. you. But I thought the other parts of their defense played it well. Actually, I thought yeah. Patrick Queen I agree was all over the place. Yeah, like he we thought he would be when he yeah. you know when he was coming out of college, and I the secondary played pretty well. I thought they were calling it way too tight. I thought it was ridiculous. That's a referee thing. And yeah. That, like to me, there was like three calls in a row where I was like, "They're just playing defense." Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening here, so I thought they got hurt by that. But um, yeah, I thought they played okay. But I do agree, they do need to get that pass rush going. And yeah. I hope, for me, I hope Calais Campbell is injured because of how he's playing. But right. I don't want to see him go out that right, way because yeah. I think everybody loves Calais Campbell. Yeah. Um, and if he gets healthy, I think. That will kind of really solidify everything. Yeah. Browns-wise, my first note on the Browns is I like the Browns over the Ravens for the next three or four years. Yeah. I just I, – I think where they're going, I'm, I'm very impressed with the new front office in Stefanski. Yeah. It seems more sustainable. Yeah. Um, I think they have – It just more. seems like they have leadership. They, yeah. They, and they have – yeah. I agree. Um and accountability is really the big thing to me. Is it just seems like they don't feel that they can get away with whatever. Yeah. Losings, like, they don't feel like losing, I'm still going to have a job. Right. And, like, that whole thing has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, offensively for the Browns, um, they're in a really good shape. I mean, they scored 42 points in the NFL. Like, like their offense is not what lost them the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they scored... Quite a bit of points against a good defense. A good, NFL. Yeah. Um, defensively, I think they need help. Uh, that, that's pretty much my my exact. Note. I would say like in the draft, in the upcoming draft, like your first three picks should be a defensive lineman, a linebacker, and a DB. Like like just uh, get somebody at all three levels. Somebody new, bring in some fresh blood. Because really, on all three levels, they need in that help. order. Not, no, 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 not okay. necessarily. I'm just saying. That was my only question. For I'm you. saying at, at all three levels. I would say. Yes. I would say first level, linebacker. Second level, DB. Probably yes. safety, and then 
a defensive lineman in the third round. Then we're basically your third pick. We're basically in lockstep because yeah. my notes are the offense did enough. They did their job. Like For they, sure. they did everything they were supposed to do. Yeah. The defense, what I think it lacks is ag- like playmakers. You were talking about Lamar. They need people like that on the defense. Yeah. And one Grant Delpit, who was their first round pick at safety. Yeah. Second round pick at safety. Is out mm-hmm. has been out for the season, so yeah, there could be some of that because he was a kind of a big playmaker. And, and my two levels that I said they need are mid level, so the linebacker level, yeah, and the walk down level, yeah, that walk down safety that almost every team has. That is your kind of middle of the middle of the defense guy. That's where I feel like they got hurt. And yeah. Grant Delpit is kind of that walk down. And side to side safety, so I think that'll yeah. help. And they do need they need yeah. linebackers. Yeah, I think also Denzel Ward being out wasn't wasn't helpful either. It doesn't help. Yeah, but yeah. They they need pieces on defense, and not I don't think they're fine offensively. Yeah. And now with Delpit's out, and also Sindejo just had a concussion during the game, so we'll yeah. see what they do next week. That was this is. So, so that's the, our NFL reactions. This is something I actually thought about us talking about today. Yeah. Um, with the Sandejo thing and the J.K. Dobbins reaction to it. I didn't actually see the tweet. So basically, J.K. Dobbins, a reporter tweeted out that Sandejo was out with a concussion, and yeah. J.K. Dobbins retweeted that, and I, I don't know how that all works, retweeting, quote tweeting, yeah. all that bullshit. And it was basically like tell him to put on his big boy, big boy pants next time he he comes at me because I run hard. Right. And so then they have the play. And basically just Sandeo's trying to go make a tackle and there's a collision and he gets a concussion. Yeah. And for me, I was thinking the general football discussion, it feels like to me that concussions are handled differently from defense to offense. They're thought about differently. Yeah. Defensively, there's a lot – like, no defensive player would ever be like, you got to put on your big boy pants because I gave you a concussion. Right. Because they just, I feel like defensively, it's such a, re- defense you react, offense you create. Right. And so defense, you understand, that can just happen. Right. It's not because you did anything or I did anything. Right. It's just the way it happens sometimes. Yeah. And where offenses are like, no, I do this. Right, yeah. And so there's, there's kind of a res- respect two concussions that defensive players have yeah. the offensive players don't even think about because it doesn't happen for them as often. Right, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. That's a good point. Yeah. I've never thought about it that way. Yeah, and it, to me, because I, I saw the tweet and I was like, that's not good, J.K. Dobbins. Like, yeah. that's bad. You can't yeah. do that. And he deleted the tweet and tried to clarify later, but his point got across. And in my first There's no thing clarifying was like, that. Yeah. You, you, you said what you said and you and meant you it. you meant it. Yeah. And, and to me, it was just like, this is a young guy who probably hasn't talked to enough guys who play defense, yeah. so he doesn't get it. Right. And it's, he's a rookie, so it's fine. It's just like... Yeah. It, I think that innate yeah. feeling about it is different from For defense sure. to, to offense. It, it's something that interested me. Yeah. Hopefully it interested all of you as well, because that's kind of a tangent at right, the very yeah. end of the show. But, yeah. Do uh, you agree with that? You played a lot of football. No, I, I do agree. Like, that that is something that... That's a good point with, like, defense... Like, a defensive mindset versus an offensive mindset. Because that is how it feels. Like, it is kind of like, I did that shit when I ran you over. Yeah. And when you when you kind of give somebody a concussion, it's like, ah, oh, that'll, that'll happen. Sometimes it's like, oh, like, I hit that motherfucker hard. 
Yeah, like he ran him over. Yeah, and that's fine. But when it comes yeah. to a concussion, and I think I think talking about a concussion for sure, yeah. offense is more likely to be like, yeah. "I gave you a concussion." Defensively, it's more likely to be like, "I tackled the guy and he got a concussion." Yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah. and I agree. Just very interesting culture thing with football, but that's it. That's the NFL React Show for Week 14. We hope you enjoyed the conversations. Like we said, interesting games and. Kind of a lot to break down and who's in and who's out yeah. and stuff. So, um, hope you learned a little bit. Hope you at least were entertained by the games and our insights on them. Because yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of what we're giving is just our general insights on each team from each game and a little bit of extra discussion at the end. So, if you did enjoy that, make sure you come back next week. It's Tuesdays, Wednesdays. That kind of middle of the week time. Uh, and you'll hear us for NFL React Show Week 15. And if you really enjoyed it, you best check out the flagship show. The Bold Nonsense Podcast. That's the flagship show. It's me and Smooth. And that comes out on Saturdays. Hope to see you. Hope to talk to you again next week and this weekend. We'll see you next week. Later. Goodbye. I'll take care, all right? Nothing but love for you. Nothing but love for you. You think they have any clue what's about to happen to him? Oh, not a chance in hell. Good night. Peace.